When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Memphis Tigers Sports Network from Learfield, live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill, this is the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show, brought to you by AutoZone. When you've got car trouble, you want help from number one. So if you've got a battery problem, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. First Horizon, the official bank of your Memphis Tigers. And by... Shelter Insurance, celebrating 75 years of great rates and personal service. Find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. Welcome to the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show. Here's Jeff Brightwell. Hello, everyone, and welcome inside. Uh, We're in the patio at Brookhaven Pub and Grill tonight with the head coach of the Memphis Tigers who are bowling for a ninth straight season. Head coach Ryan Silverfield, I know that sounds good. Yeah, that's great to hear. Uh, obviously, we wouldn't want to have it any other way, but uh, it was a, a great win for the group on Saturday. And obviously, anytime you can build wins like that, especially to be able to go to bowl games, I mean, I think that's important. Obviously, we talk about that being the minimum standard. But, uh, look, half the teams in college football won't be going bowling. We're thrilled that we're one of them. Hey, we're we're going to talk about that setting that standard a little bit later, but there's a lot of longtime Tiger fans in here that remember the days when, we weren't going, and it, it, it's kind of neat. Russell Copeland and I talked about it on the pre- and the post-game show where it, it, it really is pretty cool. It doesn't matter what the record is, if it's going to be a six, seven, eight win year, if it's one of the big years, but the fact now that it, it's just hard to think if you go way back that now Tiger football, a bowl game is just, it's no longer an aspiration. It's just the expectation. It's just what we do every year. Yeah, and that's exactly what you want. That's what's so special about this program and what makes the University of Memphis and our football program one of the upper echelon ones. And we look at what we've been able to do and credit to those coaches that came before me and all those players that put in the hard work and the effort to get us to where we are and be a national brand. And you look at those teams that have had those bowl streaks and you look at some of those names up there, right, the University of Georgia, Ohio State, and to be mentioned among those types of programs, that's exactly what you want. And we're going to keep building upon this, right? This is, you know, look, nine years in a row is great, but we're going to try to make this thing 90 years in a row. And, and for all of us, you know, that, that's the absolute minimum standard. We're going to keep winning and, and keep going to bowl games. 
All right, let's let's get a little housekeeping out of the way before we move on tonight and talk about that great win the other day. Of course, 2.30 Saturday against SMU over in Dallas. Our coverage begins countdown to kickoff at 10.30, Tiger Sports Network pregame at 12.30. Uh, have some uh, announcements to make here tonight. First of all, at our head table up here, the front table, they get here so early, they, they claim that table. We want to say a happy birthday to two very big Tiger fans, Phil Glass and Sherry Hopper are out here, big fans. So... Say happy birthday to him when you see him a little bit later on, and you can go up there and say happy birthday tonight. Our guest tonight is special teams coach Charles Bankins. Glad to have Coach out here. And we have a, another very special Tiger coach that just made it back today that we're going to talk to, and I know everyone followed him and their great run. Uh, the conference champion, 12-time conference champion, 11-time NCAA participant, went to the Sweet 16 this year. The head coach of Tiger women's soccer, Brooks Monaghan, is here tonight. We're going to... Talk with him a little bit later on tonight. You know, a long, long, long travel day when you get to those postseason runs. So we thank Brooks for coming out here today. Uh, and we, we talked about both the men's and the women's soccer run this year, both to get dual NCAAs. Look, when I, I know you're concentrated on your team. Brooks is concentrated on his team. But, look, when everyone does good, that, that raises the whole department. Yeah, it's huge for the athletic department. It's huge for the university, the city. Uh, and, and, and Brooks knows this. He, him and I are close friends. We talk all the time, and he's done it the right way for so long at the University of Memphis. In fact, I've actually used Coach and his program as the standard of excellence that we want for our football program. And I've actually, believe it or not, I told him this one time when I was out there, the, the, the young ladies were out there training early before we even got out there. And then guess what? They were back out there 12 hours later training again. I just said, this is the standard of excellence, and, and Coach has done it at a very high level, and I've got nothing but uh, – Huge respect for him and his program, the way he's done things. But anytime our athletics do great, it's great for everybody involved. Let's talk about Saturday. Uh, a very special day. Not even Bobby the game. First of all, let's start out and talk about Senior Day. Everything they have accomplished, keep the bowl streak alive. They, they started out, and I talking to Larry Beach on the pregame show. Any of the senior classes you had starting probably last year or the year before and the ones that will come the next year or so, They've navigated a very unique college career. They've, they've, a lot of these guys came in in 2018 or 19. I'm talking about the four-year, five-year seniors, and that's nothing against the, uh, the transfers. But the guys that have been here a long time, when everything was quote-unquote normal, then all of a sudden, you know, you're going to the Cotton Bowl. This is all great. Then as soon as you get back from that, slam, here comes COVID. Here come cancellations. Here come limited uh, attendance at games because of that. You make your way out of that, and then here comes transfer portals, NIL, just the landscape of everything. It's been a wild ride, not just for, for your seniors, but seniors all around college athletics. There's no doubt about it. We talk about it all the time on, on the show and in press conferences that the game of college football has completely changed over the last three years, and uh, I think that's added to a little bit of the gray in the beard, but <laughs> the reality of it is these seniors have gone through a lot, and you talk about a lot of the success, but they're responsible for – the back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back bowl games and some of those things of that nature. But then to think about it, and I mentioned this on the press conference today, is some of these guys, you know, hadn't even had the opportunity to play a full season. You talk about the COVID year, right, only getting to play 11 games and winning a bowl one, and it was a unique year for sure, right, with cancellations, all that. And then last year, who would have thought, right, the bowl game getting canceled 23 hours before kickoff? I mean, just absolutely bizarre. Hopefully this year we get to play – uh, 13 games yeah. and, and not ask questions about it, and that'd be nice because <laughs> I'd also like to coach a complete season as well and actually right. have some normalcy and, and see what the heck happens. But uh, 
yeah, these seniors, they mean everything in this program. They've done a fantastic job. Did, have, you, have you had a chance? Like, they've got, they've got two more games to go, so you're not trying to put a bow on everything. But after the, the last home game, any, any words from the, from the, the four- and five-year guys just about what a it, – it's been – with everything that's, that's happened on and off the field in the landscape of college football, it's been a, a long career. Oh, absolutely. And you just – I think more than anything, the leadership from those guys, those guys especially – uh, like you said, nothing against the transfers, but those that have been here that put in the sweat equity and the time and it, so many of you guys know and love, and you just think about what they've meant to this program. And we've talked about it, and I, I've mentioned this before, you know, the relationships with you have with some of these guys, right? The Matt Dales, who I've known for seven years, who I've, I've been in his house. I've watched him play high school ball and then junior college ball and, and have a great relationship with his family. And then you got some of these other guys that you just know the Quindell Johnsons of the world. You know, these guys that have meant so much not only to – our football program, but this community and these fans, and, and to see them and honor them on Senior Day, uh, it's the absolute least we can do. Obviously, we've got two more games. We've got to finish up strong uh, starting this Saturday. And, and then the other special thing that happened, and who would have ever thought you would win a game in, in 59 would be the number on the day you retire, Dan Bartos, number 59. How, what, a, what, a great, what a great way to win the game. What a great score. Yeah, how cool is that? I mean, it's, uh, it was as we were going, and a lot of people said, hey, did you do that on purpose? And <laughs> if someone had told me we had the opportunity to go score again, we probably would have taken a knee. Uh, but what a, what a great way to recognize, obviously, a Tiger legend. Uh, I know he was watching down and, and had a giant smile on his face. So it's a, you know, a great way to recognize him and everything he meant to this university. And not just 59 points, he... He gets to watch you get a shutout. Yeah, I mean, you talk about one of the best defense players of all time, and then to go out there and watch what the defense did, man, that was really neat. Uh, let's talk about the game a little bit. So you go out, you take care of business. You're facing the it's your, your FCS team that you play, that every team plays every year. Look, look, you and I talked about, about this before we went on the air. Sometimes you play these teams, and sometimes it's a go through the motions, and you see maybe some sloppy play. Your guys were on a mission. They – they came down and laid down the hammer. They put that game away early. They did what they were supposed to do against a team that was sitting at one and nine. Yeah, and you look at and you sit there and you say, well, every game is – look, I promise you there's angst and stress before every <laughs> game. It doesn't matter when you're dealing with 18 to 23-year-olds. Nothing is guaranteed in life. But you look up, and I tried to ever look up at the scoreboard or see what the heck's going on. I made the joke about sometimes I hear the damn kiss cam and the flex cam and the, the T-shirt cannons going off and all that other crap. I try to have pretty good focus. But at one point during a timeout early in the game, I look up and I see it's halftime of the Alabama-Austin P game, and I think it was 14 nothing. I said, yeah. holy crap, uh, you know, Alabama's going toe-to-toe with Austin P, and it's 14 nothing at halftime. Let's get her, let's get her, get her yeah. you know, uh, because anything can happen. But I was quite pleased, you know, we talked about – being able to play a four-quarter game, all four, fa- all four, all three phases, and I thought the guys stepped to the challenge. There was no lull, low, lack of energy, intensity, and focus, and I thought they did a fantastic job. Uh, the second quarter, j- just huge for you. Like you get the fourteen nothing lead after the first quarter, but then you you blew up and, and, you, and you roll you rolled that 38 nothing lead into the locker room. Yeah, and I think what happens is you know you just kind of get in a rhythm, you start clicking and, and gain confidence, and get a feel also what they're kind of do. You never have any idea. Going to that game, I figured we'd see a lot of trick plays, a lot of onside kicks, a variety of different things, and just get a feel for their blitz packages, all those things. But I think once the offense got settled, the defense got a feel for what their game plan was and then be able to go out there and execute on special teams. You put all those together, and it made for a pretty darn good first half. Absolutely. Some of the notes in the game, Seth Hennigan, another uh, touchdown pass. He had Eddie Lewis for a 38-yarder midway through the first, so that means he extends the uh, touchdown streak to 22, and again, every game of his Tiger career. By the way, that's the fifth longest active streak in the nation now. 
That is amazing. You think about that. I mean, he's a... You think about Seth being a true sophomore, a 19-year-old, and you, you sit there and you say, and you're looking at some of these fifth and sixth-year senior quarterbacks that we faced. You know, Tanner Mordecai is one of them. Uh, you, you talk about all these quarterbacks that we faced that have had all these years under their belt, and you look back and you say, Seth is still a, a young man, and he's the great thing about him, he'll be the first to tell you right after the game, he goes, here's the five mistakes I made, yeah. and here's what I got to improve upon. And, and he wants to be held accountable to doing those things, and the sky's the limit for him. Obviously, we've got high expectations for him. Uh, Seth, you know, if he can throw a touchdown pass in every game, uh, I think our, our record will, you know, start to reflect the right way, but he's done a phenomenal job. Well, his touchdown pass also moves him into a tie with one of the greats here, Mart Hankins, 43 career touchdown passes, and he's got over two seasons to continue to move up that, those rankings. Yeah, absolutely. We plan on having Seth for all four years here at Memphis, and uh, he'll be breaking a lot of records, and no offense to, you know, obviously we got one of them working for us and Brady White, you know, and, uh, a, a future showboat. But, yeah. uh, you know, that part of that is I hope he breaks all those records, and but more than anything, gets a bunch of wins along the way. Had to feel really good. Your running game really looked good the other day. You used kind of a, a committee there. Let's talk about freshman Sutton Smith gets his first start, got you a touchdown. You look, we, you, you've talked about him early in the year. You're like, oh, can we, can we find just the four games? Obviously, you need to be pressed in the service because early in some of those games, those first four that he played, you, you could see some signs of what he could do. Yeah, you know, I think early on we talk about this transfer portal and all that stuff. Well, we lost two of our senior running backs mm -hmm. that uh, decided not to play this year, and, and that's fine. It's allowed Sutton Smith to come in and get a lot of playing time as a true freshman. And I think everybody, you know, that watches and plays says, wow, that, that young man's got some flashes uh, to be a, a great running back here at Memphis. And quite pleased with him. Uh, he's got a long ways to go, and he'll be the first to admit it. But you know, for him to get his first start, to get his feet wet and get that first touchdown was huge. What could we see over, over the future of Andarius Coffey, 87 yards? Boy, he was solid. Yeah, you know, Coffey's done a lot of things. You know, Andarius Coffey's one of those kids that uh, came here as a high school quarterback, right? We put him at, uh, moved him to corner when he first got here, then safety, and he wanted to move to running back. And we'll see. I think he's got a chance. He's done a fantastic job for us on special teams, and that's kind of been his niche most of the season. We'll see where he ends up. I, I, we may move him back to corner. We may keep him at running back. But the young man's got talent. We'll figure it all out. And then uh, Docker and Martin, they get a couple touchdowns each. So they were rewarded. They, look, they, they, they've kind of toted the, toted the rock for you this year, trying to grind some stuff out. So glad to see them get in the end zone a couple times. Yeah, obviously with Brandon Thomas being out for the year, you know, we kind of hung our hat on Asa Martin and Jay Ducker. And, you know, just pleased. So happy for Asa to be able to get two touchdowns. You know, he's had a – uh, it's been a hard season for him with some of the stuff that's occurred in his life, but he's a young man that, uh, you know, proud for him to be able to score twice uh, on senior day and, and be able to get it done. Final thing on the offensive notes, Caden pre-score now third among tight ends in program history for single-season uh, receptions. He's got 42, 548 yards, six touchdowns. So he's put together a really solid season. Caden's having a fantastic year. And, again, we always talk about, right, one of those young men that, you know, I would talk about in the preseason, some people, who? Who's that? You know, and any of the – quarterback that walked on and obviously he's done a phenomenal job and you know Caden's another guy that uh, still has got a few years left under him as a Tiger but to be able to do what he's being able to do as a full-time starter for the first time in program history it's been a lot of fun. Quindell Johnson picked off his 10th pass of his career and the fourth of the season that was in the first half his four interceptions that's the most in a single season since T.J. Carter did it back in 2017 so good to put up a big number. Again. Yeah I mean look Quindell is playing at an all-time high level. I don't think he gets the national recognition he deserves. Uh, and like I kind of talked about earlier, everybody knows Quindell Johnson knows what a phenomenal person he is. Fantastic football player and, uh, you know, great for him on senior day to go get that pick. 
and, and couldn't be more happy for him. And then Zay Collins gets a, another interception. Boy, he's just been solid in the middle for you. Zay's been absolutely fantastic. He should be first-team all-conference. There should be no doubts about it. And uh, Zay is one of those guys that, you know, just continues to produce over and over and over and has done so for a long time here. And, and finally, let's end on special teams since we'll have Coach Bankins up here in just a minute. And, of course, Howard, another, another field goal. What a difference. We've talked about that almost every show. A difference that they, you know, a reliable kicker makes because you had the injuries last year. There's nothing you can do about it. You put together uh, about as well as you could last year with the injuries, but it just changes the whole scope of everything, not just getting the three points, but from play calling at midfield, and it creates a lot less stress for yeah, you. Yeah, we've been talking about that now for way too long, yeah. 22 <laughs> months now, so hopefully it's uh, we can put that one to bed. But, yeah, he's been he's been fantastic. I mean, you talk about his accuracy and his ability to be able to go out and then trust it, and it also does affect play calling. When you feel comfortable, okay, we can go get these points or we don't have to go for it on all these situations. But, yeah, Chris has been absolutely great. And you had a pretty good day, special teams overall, good coverage. You had some nice returns out there that's coming along. Yeah, well, Coach Bankins knew he was coming on the radio, so he picked a good time to finally get so, you know, that, some of those returning games going. So uh, it was a good timing for him. But, yeah, no, the special teams played lights out. I mean, I, I thought it was our best game of special teams. Uh, very clean. You know, we had the early penalty other than that, but I thought right. the guys did a fantastic job. And uh, we, we hope we can build upon that. What, what was it like getting back into the uh, over to the uh, facility yesterday and then, then today now as you go forward with game prep because now you put back-to-back wins together uh, and now you're, you're starting to move back to where you want to. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the, the nature of college football, right, trying to get into a rhythm of everything. You know, you talked about the late bye and then, you know, playing a Thursday night game and then obviously a Saturday and senior day. But the reality of it is everyone says, oh, you, you must be talking about the bowl game all the time. No, we, we talked about it for about 10 seconds, and that's it. it the, the, the bowl game, we'll talk about it next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, the focus is 100% on our future opponent, SMU, and finding a way to beat them and going 1-0 this week is all that matters. And, and our guys have laser focus and are so excited to get ready and, and go into a great week of preparation. Sounds good. Coach, we'll let you take a break. We'll catch you a little bit later with our two guests tonight. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Go Tigers. That is head coach Ryan Silverfield. Conway Services, the official HVAC partner of Tiger Athletics. For all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical needs, call Conway Services, the name you can trust, and 1910 Frameworks. They've got the perfect frames and mats to give new life to your art, photos, and posters. With their creative framing, they can change your favorite sports memorabilia into a great piece of art. If it's worth framing, worth framing right. 1910 Frameworks, 2029 Union Avenue, 1910 Frameworks.com. We're back with Coach Bankins after this timeout. It's the Ryan Summerfield Radio Show. Comes your way from Brookhaven from Learfield. A new era in public safety begins with you. From fire suppression to emergency medical response, these are just a few of the exciting career options with the Memphis Fire Department. Enjoy a rewarding career with one of the most progressive fire and EMS systems in the country. Teamwork with a commitment to excellence, compassion, and immediate community protection. Apply today to join the Memphis Fire Department. For more information or details, visit joinmemphisfire.com. R.J. Young offers technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, or law firm. R.J. Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. We're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. R.J. Young is the official technology solutions partner for Tiger Athletics. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. 
We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $69.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. The Memphis Tigers are proud to call these trusted businesses their home team partners. For all of your roofing needs, call Five Ash Roofing. We do roofs right. Call Big League Movers, moving's heavy hitter. One energy efficient solutions for your replacement windows? Call Chrome Construction. Support these hometown partners that support your hometown Memphis Tigers. Five Ash Roofing, Big League Movers, and Chrome Construction. Go Tigers! Hi, Tiger fans. Jeremy here for Tiger Bookstore. Are you looking for the best in University of Memphis apparel and gifts? Then look no further. We have the largest selection of goods to make your game day, home, office, or special someone a true blue Memphis fan. So come by the store at 3533 Walker Avenue, just east of Highland, or shop online anytime at tigerbookstore.com. Off campus, online, and always fun. Tiger Bookstore. Go Tigers! Here we go, Jeff. Welcome back to Brookhaven Pub and Grill. We roll along on the Coach Ryan Silverfield radio show. Did a little switch for you. We want you to welcome, make a lot of noise. In fact, stand up you, you can for our conference champion, Sweet 16, head coach, Brooks Monaghan. Women's soccer. Thank you, thank you. What a, uh, what a season for this team. And you and I, I've worked with you since I've come back. So we've, we've, we've worked together for, what, about 19, 20 seasons now. And it's funny in sports, the teams you have, and you've, you've had top 10, top 15, plenty of ranked teams and conference champions. This year you knew it would be maybe a little bit of a rebuild job. You're All-American, Tanya Boychuk injured before the season, Elizabeth Moberg, a record-setting goalie. Uh, Finished her, her her career here. You didn't know what you'd get. You're kind of you're kind of scrapping midway through the season. Your teams always seem to play well toward tournament time. You look at the amount of conference tournaments you've won, and sometimes it's the unlikeliest of teams that do amazing things. And you talk about we talked about on one of your video shows a couple weeks ago that I think the legacy is, of this team is the team that just kept going through the process, trusting the process, going to work, and then being rewarded. Yeah, I mean, if you would have asked me a little over a month ago, I would have told you I would have kissed your ass if you would have said we'd be where we are today. <laughs> um, and I said that to the kids. I said that to the kids when it was all over. Um, and, you know, a month, a little over a month ago, you know, we were going through literally this season we probably went through more adversity, you know, than the last five years. You talked about with Tanya Boy, Chuck. Um, one of our alumni, uh, Liza Fletcher, mm -hmm. that, that hit home um, big time. Um, so we, we went through a lot. But, uh, you know, we were in a little bit of a slump. And um, really, we just had a true sit down with the group and, and, and our captains. And it's like, what do you want to make out of this season? And at that point, it changed, right? And, uh, you know, and we did what we did. How fun was it? I mean, I'm sure it was nerve-wracking for you, but you get into the conference tournament, and you've got to play three straight overtime games. One of those is a shootout against one of your older rivals, and, 
in UCF to, to run that table and bring home another conference title. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's it was a it was a long road, uh, you know, to 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 not only win that championship but to get where we got. But uh, um, you know, I think some of that adversity that I'm talking about early in the season, I think it did. I think it helped us down the stretch to get to get to as far as far as we we have. You know, but pe- people talk about your your program obviously because of the success and you really got things rolling. What about the 17, 18 seasons ago, you had that, that crew that won five straight conference championships, and that's really the springboard that's led to all this success. But but what is it about building a program? Because as we, we mentioned, you look, take a look at the last two decades, 12 conference titles, again, whether that's regular season or tournament, the 11 NCAAs. Last year you won an NCAA game against LSU over the Murphy Athletic Complex. You've done it. For, for a majority of your time playing out at Mike Rose in Collierville, you weren't able to come home to the Park Avenue campus until about four four seasons ago. What, what is it like, and what, what is is there a secret to the consistent championship play that you've built over there? You know, I've been asked that a lot. And, you know, the, the one common thing that I can uh, keeps coming up is when you really break those teams down, it's leadership, right? And it is having the right leaders – underneath the staff, right? And and it's the trust factor. And honestly, I've done this 23 years, and every year we've, you know, I consider success by winning a championship or making the NCAAs. That's success to me. And every year we've been able to do that, I can look at the group and say, we had good leaders. And the years we didn't, minus the first few years, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, <laughs> um, we, we didn't have that strong of a leadership. So that, that's the common theme there for sure. And, and, and let's face it, for those that don't know, you, you coached just a couple seasons for, I think, Coach Sabo. So the program was still pretty young when you took over the reins of the, of the program. So this is not something that you just took and went with. This is something you built from the ground up. Yeah, no, listen, it took uh, – made a lot of mistakes, still make a lot of mistakes, but it took, uh, it took a little while. And, uh, you know, thank, thank goodness they were patient for those first few years because we weren't very good. And, uh, you know, you just put your head down and work your tail off and hope good things happen. Tell me about let, – let's talk specifically because I was able to catch some of the uh, – well, had, a, had a game of my, myself. I had a call Friday night, but I was watching your game on ESPN+. Plus. That Mississippi State game that, that you blew the doors off of them for nothing on Friday night, and if you watch that game, there weren't any, there weren't any fluke goals or messing around. I look down, I'm trying to watch two games at once, and I see your players shoving, shoving those bulldogs down and pushing them out of the way. You, you guys came out on a, on a pretty big mission Friday night. Yeah, no, I mean I think the girls had something to prove. I think you know when we uh, when we beat St. Louis. Well, first of all, you know our path, right? It, it, you know, gives the kids confidence, right? You win a conference championship, you walk a little taller. You know, we, we had to play the number two seed, St. Louis. They'd only lost one game. That was the Notre Dame early in the season. And so winning that game, I think, you know, brought out a lot of confidence and they carried that into the, to the state game. And, and, you know, that's, that's why the result was what it was. A couple more things before we let you go. Number one, the men's program makes their first NCAA since 2004. You're a Tiger soccer alumni. You you helped the uh, the program get to their first NCAA in '93, win a conference champion. He was the most outstanding player. They played over at Eccles Field. We were in the school at the same time. So I know there's a lot of pride to see that men's program make it back to the postseason. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was a special year because both of us made it. And uh, obviously, Richard is a dear friend of mine. And uh, um, you know, we work in the you know 
kind of share the same office space and what whatnot. So um, it was. It was very, very special. It had been a while and, uh, you know, super proud of, of, of that group for sure. For those that don't know, you guys moved back on campus uh, about four seasons ago. You're over at the Murphy Complex. You share the track facility with Coach Rob and, and, and that program. And I know there are plans if, if people have seen the Vision 2020 video they put out a couple years ago. You can you can make the calls. I think Jeff Crane's here. If you want to talk to him about making a big donation, and it's pe- people need to get by, behind this program. It's it's it, you guys, Richard. You guys have built something very special. So I mean, people hear about the program. Sometimes you draw fairly well over there, but you know, not to get on the soapbox. But th- these are programs. When we come back to next fall, everyone needs to get out. I mean, you're, you're, you guys are producing titles and postseason play. Yeah, no, it's been great to get back on campus. And, I mean, in four years, we've lost one game there, right? Um, so, but, uh, you know, look, you, you guys all know the world we live in with, with facilities and whatnot. And, um, yeah, we need some help there. We for sure need some help there. I mean, um, you know, we were this close, but, you know, if we would have – won that coin toss when we went to penalties, losing in the Sweet 16. We would have been with North Carolina, Duke, Virginia, UCLA, Florida State, mm-hmm. and Alabama. Those are pretty pretty big schools, and that's who, we, that's who we've got to compete against. So, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's not about me. It's about the kids. They've earned it, you know, and they've, they've you know, what they've been able to accomplish. Um, they, they, deserve, they, des- they deserve a nice place. Yeah. Yeah, final thing is uh, we were kind of joking with you earlier in the season. I forgot who you beat, big win. And I said, hey, what would you do? Did you, did you go out and celebrate last night? <laughs> I want you to explain your, your post-game celebration because this is t- – this is uh, if, you, if you don't know Brooks, he's just uh, – I mean, he's just a guy. He's a regular guy. He's like all of us. He's, he doesn't feel that he's the championship-type coach. Tell us about what, what is your post-game winning ritual. I live out in Collierville. There's a Taco Bell right by me. And- Yep, that's it. Nacho Bel Grande, three regular tacos. That's there, it. There you go. Well, I, I hope tonight on the way home for the season you had, you get get an extra bag of Taco Bell. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Coach, man, thanks for coming out. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Big round of applause for Smodigan coming off the Sweet 16. Tiger fans, Tiger football brought to you by Shelter Insurance, continuing their 75-year tradition of supporting the communities they serve. Learn more at shelterinsurance.com forward slash 75th anniversary. In Grind City Brewery, the official postgame party headquarters of the Tigers, their signature beer, Tiger Tail, the official craft beer of the Memphis Tigers. Enjoy a Tiger Tail while celebrating the Tigers at their beautiful brewery at 76 Waterworks Avenue in downtown Memphis. We're back with Coach Bankins after this timeout. It's the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show. Comes your way from Learfield. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So you've got an oil change coming up. Consider STP Conventional to save on motor oil for your everyday vehicle. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP oil filter for only $26.99. Get the complete job done at the right price at any of our 6,200 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. 
There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hi, Tiger fans. Jeremy here for Tiger Bookstore. Are you looking for the best in University of Memphis apparel and gifts? Then look no further. We have the largest selection of goods to make your game day, home, office, or special someone a true blue Memphis fan. So come by the store at 3533 Walker Avenue, just east of Highland, or shop online anytime at tigerbookstore.com. Off campus, online, and always fun. Tiger Bookstore. Go Tigers! The Coach Ryan Silverfield Radio Show will be live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill this season on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. We'll be on the air breaking down upcoming matchups and providing you with the most up-to-date news about your Memphis Tiger football program. Brookhaven Pub and Grill is located at 695 West Brookhaven Circle in the heart of East Memphis. Brookhaven Pub and Grill offers great food and drink specials, and it's the perfect place to cheer on your Tigers all season long. For more information, visit brookhavenpubandgrill.com. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Welcome back to the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show from Brookhaven Pub and Grill. Tiger fans, look for the best way to tackle your next purchase. Get the Tiger debit card only from First Horizon, the official bank of the Tigers. Easier than carrying cash. Great way to show your Memphis pride all over town. Learn more at firsthorizon.com slash Tigers. And locally owned and celebrating 30 years in business, Hicks Convention Services and Special Events. Proud to support the Tigers for all your special event and rental needs. Call Hicks Convention Services and Special Events. How about a big round of applause for our special teams coordinator here at Memphis, Charles Bankins, joining us. And, Coach, we were just talking before we went on the air and we talked to Coach Silverfield. Boy, getting, a, getting Chris in the, in the portal, the transfer, makes everyone's life a, a, a lot easier as a special teams coach. No doubt. First of all, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for having me tonight. Uh, Chris, you know, we, we scoured the country near and far, and uh, he decided to come be part of the SEC reject special teams unit <laughs> that we have here. So, you, you, you guys, I thought you guys still did a great job last year trying to piece that together. I mean, you, you get hit with that in, injury and on kickers, and to be able to get Joe out there and do some double duty, I thought it was an outstanding job. Well, there was a lot of uh, Jedi mind tricks with Joe Doyle <laughs> to get him to believe that he could be a kicker. Uh, he did a fantastic job. He's he's an ultimate professional. He comes every day to work and. He has a plan. He knows what he wants to do to get better. And he, he has got a lot, a lot of confidence in himself. Your team looked really solid the other day. It looks like they're getting a little bit more comfortable. Your return game, your coverage game had a very – one of their better games the other day. Yes, they did. Uh, you know, when we started the season, 72% of our roster is all sophomore or lower. So getting a lot of them to understand what special teams is. A lot of them never play, had to play special teams in high school. And getting to understand what the expectations are. 
So we believe in the four Bs, be fanatical, be physical, be precise, and stars be stars. I'm wondering about this table up here in the front, if they could be a little more fanatical, but, you know, we'll work on them too. <laughs> Coach, the, uh, you talk about special teams, uh, and Coach Silverfield's talked about it, roster turnover. Let's get into coaching special teams now yes, in, the, in the portal era. Because it used to be when you got the kids and you knew they were going to be there three, four, five seasons, they were going to jump at the opportunity to start playing. They didn't care. I'll be on the return team. I'll be on the coverage team. I'll be on the field goal unit, the extra point team. Now with the availability to move around and they're thinking long term and there's NILs out there, it's changed the game because you guys have to deal with a lot more stuff sometimes. Maybe they don't jump at the opportunity to, to play special teams or, or do something like that. Well, Memphis is a special place. Right. It's, it's uh, built its history on special teams. So I think our kids are a little different than kids all, everywhere else around the country. Uh, two weeks ago, I asked all the kids in the room to raise your hand if you played in a game in our special teams meeting. All of them raised their hand. So at some point, we get them all on the field. That's their intro into college football, understanding the speed of the game, uh, but they get to do it in win-win situations. You go out one time, you do it right, you go sit on the bench. You do it again, go sit on the bench. Then after a while, you're like, I can really do this. So we try to put them in win-win situations and go from there. It's special teams for guys. I'm not talking about the returners, the guys that get to, to touch the football, but I remember it used to be, and it probably still is, especially with a freshman or a sophomore or a new guy on the team, that's a really a way to find out how, how is he built mentally. Because, number one, if you're going to be on a cover team, that's your chance to knock somebody's block off. You're exactly. full steam. But also, if you're on a return team, I mean, you, you find out who's got some guts. Because if you're up front, first thing you do is run backwards. Next thing you do is turn around, and here comes people full bore trying to knock your block off. So, I mean, the, the two, two different aspects of that, coverage and, and return, you, you can find out a lot about people. It, I mean, it's funny because as a special teams coordinator, we're saying if you're on the coverage team, you should be able to run by everybody. And if you're <laughs> on the return team, you say people shouldn't be able to run by you. So it's kind of contradictory, but our guys do a great job. I mean, we're second in the conference on our return units, and uh, you take five plays away, uh, we're pretty outstanding on our coverage units. I think we do a lot of stuff internally on each unit. Uh, we put kids in pods, and they compete against each other. So we're all about competition. Any chance we get to compete, our kids love to compete. Well, when you get into coaching special teams, of course you have the return units, the, the coverage units as we talked about. Let's talk about just kickers in general. Uh, because no, I hear nobody coaches, wants to yeah. talk about this. Yeah, I mean, what, do you nobody lead? wants to talk to the specialists. Right, right. But we like to talk about the specialists. Uh, you know, we have, a, we have an interesting group because most of us are uh, SEC rejects, like I said earlier. Joe coming from... <laughs> Tennessee, our long snapper coming from Mississippi State, our kicker coming from Florida, and me coming from Vanderbilt. So, I mean, we're, we're just a bunch of rejects getting together <laughs> and, and uh, making the most out of it. Do you usually just leave those kickers alone on the side at practice? I mean, how much no, do you get in? No, they, they, because, you know. they hear me a lot. And yeah. Sometimes in their sleep they hear me, but uh, we go out, we work at it. Uh, we, have, we put together plans every day for them to go out. Uh, they do a great job executing it. And then uh, I think a lot of people, what, one thing they can't do, they can't kick the whole practice. So we manage their, uh, it's like load management in basketball. 
Uh, we do a lot of that stuff, and then we work on their fundamentals, and that's why Joe can be uh, number two in the country in punting, and Chris can is on the verge of tying a record for this school uh, as a kicker. So uh, the guys understand the work, understand the expectation, know that we're just keepers of the flame. There's people that's done it before us, and we just got to keep the tradition going. You, you've been at, at several programs, as uh, you know, every coach coach has even spent some time in the in the NFL. What was it about Memphis when you, you've been here a couple seasons now? You've you, you've kind of settled in here. Obviously, you like it. You're still here. And what was it about Memphis? And what what is what are, what are the what are, what are the thoughts of the program now can compare to maybe the perceptions you had of it when you when you came here for the first time? Well, the perceptions haven't changed because the perception was Memphis is great on special teams. So yeah. <laughs> when you look at the NFL, all the guys that have come through and. Uh, have excelled on special teams and then going to the NFL. That was the expectation. Obviously, we had to deal with some injuries or something mm-hmm. the first and stuff the first year. I think our guys understand exactly what the expectations are, and they'll come to me and they'll say, Coach, that's not our standard, and uh, we hold each other to the standard. Coach, uh, how's the family liking things? The family's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they don't like me. They don't like hanging out <laughs> with me, So, but uh, – they're doing fine. They're back in Charlotte. Uh, you know, once we – my kids got into high school, we said okay. we're not, we're not going to pull them out of high school. I'm a military brat. Okay. And my dad got stationed when I was uh, – transferred when I was a sophomore. Now, I was the man at the high school, so I told him I wasn't leaving. Luckily, my grandmother lived right there, so I got to live with my grandmother. So, I, you know, same for my kids. I want them – you know, they're going into adulthood and making friends and making connections. I want them to have that opportunity to – continue to grow because we could be anywhere at any time in the coaching world. So let them have some stability. And then they just want to make sure the check gets there on time and <laughs> the presents get there on time and they're there and go to a bowl. Yeah. I mean, my daughter's a little bit spoiled because her last two bowls are the Bahamas bowl and Hawaii bowl. So, uh, you know, she loves, she loves a good vacation. We'll see if we can pick another exotic location <laughs> for this year. Coach, two games left here. Try to, Try to grab these two. I know you guys are looking forward to it. Try as a glorified word for failure. So we're just going to go grab these go. two. Absolutely. <laughs> Coach, thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Big round of applause. Charles Pleasure. Thank Special teams coordinator here at the University of Memphis. Looking for a savory breakfast experience. Enjoy a warm, buttery Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit. Flavorful hand-breaded tender chicken paired with a lightly buttered biscuit makes the perfect start to your morning. Savor each delicious bite of a Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit today. We're back with the head coach, Ryan Sorfield. After this timeout, the Coach Silverfield Show comes your way from Learfield. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $69.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. The Coach Ryan Silverfield Radio Show will be live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill this season on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. We'll be on the air breaking down upcoming matchups and providing you with the most up-to-date news about your Memphis Tiger football program. Brookhaven Pub and Grill is located at 695 West Brookhaven Circle in the heart of East Memphis. Brookhaven Pub and Grill offers great food and drink specials, and it's the perfect place to cheer on your Tigers all season long. For more information, visit brookhavenpubandgrill.com. 
The Memphis Tigers are proud to call these trusted businesses their home team partners. For all of your restoration and emergency service needs, call Landmark Construction and Emergency Services, your restoration specialists. For all of your tree service demands, use Robinson Tree Service. We know Memphis trees. And for all of your garage door issues, call Precision Door Service. We fix doors right. Support these home team partners that support your hometown Memphis Tigers. Landmark Construction and Emergency Services, Robinson Tree Service, and Precision Door Service. Whether it's a small clog or a large sewer main drain issue, the experienced technicians at Conway Services are ready to solve all your drain problems. For a limited time, take advantage of our 93 or it's free drain clearing special. That's right, $93 or it's free. If we can't clear it, you don't pay. License number 64210 64365 EAS MS Attention homeowners, energy efficiency regulations are changing in 2023. New heating and cooling systems may rise drastically in price. If your HVAC system is old or inefficient, now is the time to buy from Conway Services with outstanding financing options and savings up to $2,600. Conway Services is ready to save you money and give you comfort. Call 384-3511 or visit conwayservices.net to schedule your appointment today. License number 64210-64365, EAS MS 19668. Welcome back to Brookhaven Pub and Grill. Final segment of the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show here tonight. Thanks for everyone for coming out. Tiger Bookstore, your one-stop shop for all officially licensed Memphis apparel and gifts and the official merchandiser for Tiger Athletics. Stop by the store on Walker Avenue. Shop online anytime at tigerbookstore.com. Coach, we have a little bit longer here today, not the sprint we usually do in the back half of the show. So let's talk about a, a couple of things First of all, as you take a look, and I know you're concentrated on, on SMU, but just wanted to talk about the, the American in general. You take a look up and down the standings, the, uh, the teams, it looks like the, uh, the league's going to get, what, seven, eight teams bowl eligible. We've talked about how strong this league is. So, uh, again, it's kind of a meat grinder to get through for, for any team. And if things play out, potentially could have, we talked about this several weeks ago, if, if it were Tulane to win it, I think a seven seventh different conference champion and, and another team to to make that New Year's Six Bowl. It shows just the parity. It's not one or two teams trying to carry everyone else. Yeah, and obviously that's the way this conference has gone. You look at the, the rotation of teams that have continued to jump up, and uh, obviously it's going to be a new-looking conference next year. But you look at the parity and talk about it. You know, you go back and you look, and we'll talk about SMU coming up, but you look at what SMU put 77 points on Houston, okay? Then the next week, Houston goes and beats East Carolina at East Carolina 42-3. to And you sit there and say, what the heck's going on in this conference? And what it shows you is any team is capable of beating anybody, right? And we go back and look at, you know, what, what's occurred in our season. It kind of tells you, you know, it, had we handled our business one play here or there, it's a different story. But it just kind of shows you uh, the parity in, in college football. And you look at it throughout, and that's why some of these teams are, you're seeing some of these, okay, hey, wow, Tulane won at Kansas State, and then Kansas State goes and, steamrolls Oklahoma you know it's just that's the nature of this deal and uh, th I think that's what we're going to see from college football from here on out coach let's take a look at beyond the game presented by first horizon the official bank of the Tigers kind of a for, for some longtime Memphians like myself kind of a, a, a special a neat day last Tuesday and it ties right in directly with, with your your team because you had talked about it in the first segment that the uh, the USFL and the Memphis showboats were going to return to 
to Memphis. And so that was kind of fun to see. And sitting up on the front row was Brady White. And so he's going to give it another crack at, at playing pro football. And you can't blame him. He's young. He's only a season or two now, two seasons out of playing his college football. Here he gets to play for a, a hometown team. First of all, let's talk about Brady. You got, you got to jump at that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. First off, I was, you know, we were practicing Tuesday and said he's doing promotion, so I gave him a hard time. I said, <laughs> you know, grad assistants are never supposed to leave work. But now, credit to Brady. I'm so glad this is an opportunity. Him and I talked this offseason about his coaching career and what did he want this thing to look like. And uh, I've been very fortunate. I feel like a father figure to him and a mentor to him, and I've known him for a long time and have a great relationship with his family. And we talked the whole time, what do you want this thing to look like? What do you want long term? And he said he still wanted to continue to try to play football. I said, well, here's an opportunity that just had opened up on our staff, and, and we discussed it. And I said, look, whenever the season ends, if you have the opportunity to continue to play, whether it's in the NFL, USFL, XFL, Arena Ball 3, whatever the heck it is that you want to do, go ahead and pursue it. And, and you know, Brady's one of those guys that continues to train and, and do so at a high level. But how cool is it that the USFL team that's in Tampa has now moved up to here, bringing back the old USFL showboats to Memphis. And, and it's a great opportunity. It's, it's great for our city. It's great for anybody that loves football. And it, it's great for young men like Brady White that probably on that borderline, but the opportunity to continue to play football at a professional level. And, and what a better place than what we call home. Well, I remember in 84-85, we had several Memphis State Tigers playing for them, most notably probably Derek Crawford, the great wide receiver, that went on to a pretty good career with the 49ers in, in, the, in the National Football League. I talked to, to Laird Veach about this. He was out with us on Tiger Lane. And it's a different aspect with you being the coach, but we talked about, well, you've got a second team now in the stadium, so now you've got, you know, your, your strength in numbers when you go to the state or the city or, or, or donors because you, now you've got more, more events in the stadium if you're trying to get money for improvements and stuff. But, but from a coaching aspect, what, what does it mean to have a, a, a pro team in Memphis? Because they, you don't play on top of each other. They're going to play on the spring. Uh, i got to imagine everyone talks about the basketball team and having the Grizzlies in town. It provides some – at least, you know, scouts are there. They see you play, and, and you're in the same town. I imagine it provides some, some opportunity. Yeah, and it, it is. It's just another opportunity, I think, when you're a local team that has the ability to have – whether it's a, a professional, semi-pro, whatever it is, another opportunity to continue to play the game you love, that's huge. And so it's afforded opportunities to guys like Brady White. And there'll be plenty of our Memphis Tigers will end up playing in the USFL. And because they're local, it's great. And a lot of those USFL coaches are, are guys that I even coached within the NFL that are now back coaching. And so just the opportunity to make more connections for those guys to see it and uh, to have it in the city, to have it in Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium is huge. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how many games I'll be able to go out and catch right. myself. But, uh, you know, I'll be pulling for them. And, and it's a neat opportunity, and, you know, it's, if you're a fan of football, look, football year-round, no one's going to complain about it. Any truth? Do they change your colors from silver and red to blue to look like the Tigers? I think they're going to do that. They may have to start. we got so many darn helmets that are going to start borrowing ours. But <laughs> our, our deputy AD, Jeff Crane, said we got to start charging them, maybe some NIL money that we can get back yeah. our way. All right, that is First Horizon Beyond the Game. Let's talk about the Conway Service's hot play of the game. For all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical needs, call Conway Services, the name you can trust, proud supporters of Tiger football. 59 points and a shutout. You've got a lot to choose from on all different aspects. Yeah, well, I know Coach Bankins would tell you it would be the punt return by Eddie Lewis, but yeah. I'm going to go with the pick six by Zay Collins. I mean, that was, that's got to be it, man. It was – Zay's one of those young men, you know, you sit there and he catches it on their sideline and then cuts back across. The defense did a great job setting up picks for him. Cuts all the way across the field and then goes and then dives. And, you know, I mean, he's, thank goodness he's a great athlete because he was able to dive out there and, and get that ball across the pylon and, and get in. And just so happy for him on a day like that to, 
to be able to cap off a, a great day, great defensive performance, but uh, I'd say Zay Collins is certainly the play of the day. Outstanding, and that's brought to you by Conway Services, your hot play of the game. R.J. Young, outlook for the week. The outlook of the week is brought to you by R.J. Young, the official technology solutions partner for Tiger Athletics. R.J. Young technology solutions that power your business, whether it's office technology like copiers and printers, manage IT services, smart security devices, or digital communications, R.J. Young has you covered. We're here to help you transition your existing workplace into the modern office. All right, Coach, it's going to be the, the last week for the, the routine preparation because after that, it's going to be an odd week. It's going to be middle of the week. You're going to be out of school at a bowl game. So this is the last week. Everything, especially for the senior group, goes through that last. Here's what we do on a Sunday and a Monday and a Tuesday What's what's it like this week going into uh, to SMU? And it's Thanksgiving on top of that. Yeah, trying to keep it as normal as possible because next week is going to look different to every college football fan. It's the transfer portal doesn't technically open up till December fourth, but uh, unfortunately, we're gonna. It's the nature of this deal. So many of our beloved players are gonna find homes elsewhere, and we're gonna be in a mad dash. And recruiting is gonna be a, a, an open floodgates of things. So. You know, kind of warning everybody ahead of time, that's the nature of college football as it looks. But this week is as no home as we can make it. Uh, we'll have a great practice tomorrow morning. It looks like the, the sun will be shining through, so it won't be any of these 20-degree mornings, and we'll get some good practices outside. Obviously, Thursday being Thanksgiving, the players are off, but we're going to have practice that morning, and then I'll, uh, we'll have a great Thanksgiving feast for all those guys in the facility, and uh, we'll allow the rest of the, as many people as they can to go be with their families and I'm sure I'll burn the midnight oil up there in the office, and but we'll get back at it and find a way to get a win on Saturday. What do you guys do on Thanksgiving? Obviously, they're, they're out of school, and so you're going to go through your regular Thursday practice, but how do you stack that day? Because you're also – well, Friday's fairly routine because it's going to be travel day to Dallas, so it's, it's, it's kind of a routine day. But how do you, how do you approach that, that, uh, that out-of-school day on Thursday? Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep Thursday as relatively normal for the players as we can. We really will. The staff will get them in a little bit earlier, go over some stuff uh, ahead of time because normally we meet Thursday afternoon to discuss travel and recruiting. So we'll do some of that Wednesday night. We'll do a little bit more Thursday morning, uh, bright and early, kind of knock some of that stuff out. Right when practice is over, the coaches are going to watch as much of that practice from as they can. And then I think everybody needs to go and enjoy being part of their family and celebrate Thanksgiving with those people. And uh, so we'll keep Thursday as best we can, maybe a little bit earlier on Friday for the staff to discover some stuff, make sure we're on the same page, and then move into a normal travel day flying out to Dallas midday on Friday. More fun having Thanksgiving meal. I'm sure that you've got a Saturday game. We've, we've played in several of those Friday games, and you can't, you know, and you can't let it uh – you can't be at the Thanksgiving buffet and let it all hang out on Thursday if you've got to play Friday sometime, but at least they can pack it in because they don't play for two days after that. Yeah, we've had, I've had a few Thanksgivings up at the Holiday Inn with the team, you know, and that's, <laughs> that's a heck of a spread in a buffet. And, uh, yeah, I always tell myself I'm not one of the players, but, the, yeah, it, it is nice to be on a normal deal and allow them, if they're capable and able to, you know, spend some time. A lot of our coaches are going to be great having the young men over yeah. to their houses and to be able to spend some time with family and loved ones, and our players are our family, so – it's going to be a great day for them, uh, and we're glad that we're able to play a normal Saturday game, if you will. Let's take a look at the AutoZone Road Ahead. AutoZone, official sponsor, Tiger Athletics, from parts to helpful advice. AutoZone has everything you need to get in the zone. AutoZone, SMU, to wrap up the regular season. And uh, they, they have been a, a little up and down. They had won three in a row, but they met that Tulane team last week is a 59-24 game. That's always been a challenging place to play over there in Dallas. Yeah, look, they've, uh, there's a reason they're top 10 in the country in offense. They've got the number one receiver in all of college football. Uh, they've got a quarterback that is top 10 in efficiency and yards. 
uh, they've got it rolling, and they've got a defensive coordinator that actually was one time the linebacker coach on our staff here in 2018, so he has a good feel for what we try to do offensively. Uh, we're going to have our hands full, but uh, guess what? We love the challenge, and our guys are excited about it. Do you feel that the guys are – or they're just fired up now. Like we talked about, you get that huge win, you put the points, you get the shutout, you kind of flush maybe some stuff out, and they're feeling good about themselves, some back-to-back wins. Uh, look, they always, you know, hopefully they always have confidence. We always say don't get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that I can promise you, a team under my watch will never get too damn comfortable. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to do things the right way. And But they believe and they understand. And I always said this, and everybody keeps saying, well, what motivates, what inspires them? Our guys Hopefully they're not motivated or inspired by anything other than going in and win. And it takes the discipline of having a great practice week and doing things the right way and having elite focus on what it takes to win a game all this week and prepare for a win on Saturday. So all the other stuff, that's great. The wins in the past, the losses, all those things, that's just added on. We just got to focus on getting better this week. A couple things because we have, I believe, less than a minute here to go. One minute to go. We want to say some special thanks. I want everyone to give a big round of applause because you don't you, you see them on the side sometime, and it's fun to get up here and talk and just throw on some headsets. But without Dan O'Brien and Ditch over here, they hump this equipment around. They set everything up everywhere we go, and without them, these shows, the game broadcast wouldn't be positive. It's kind of like the offensive line with the broadcast. No, they do it all, and we're so honored and appreciate you guys' the hard work and everything you guys do. And then a big round of applause for Brookhaven Pub and Grill. Again, uh, another year home here. It's an outstanding place to have this show. Oh, they've been fantastic. And, and I'm glad they installed these garage doors because it would have been a cold night out there. So, uh, <laughs> Brookhaven, thank you guys for the continued wonderful hospitality and the relationship that we've been able to build. Your sports staff over here, Scott Burns, your media guy, Michael Schroeder, everybody else, Josh, and the whole crew over here. Oh, absolutely. They're the ones that, you know, keep me in line, keep this whole thing going. So credit to them and, and for continuing to do, do what they do. And finally, the, you got the diehards here, win or lose, are here every week. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for the support. You guys are absolutely awesome. Love you guys. Go Tigers. All right. We will see you on Saturday, 2.30 kickoff. Coach, thanks as always. Thank you. For Ditch Dan, Bud back at the studio. Coach Silverfield, I'm Jeff Pribel. Thanks for joining us and go Tigers. Live from Brookhaven Pub and Grill, you've been listening to the Ryan Silverfield Radio Show. Brought to you by AutoZone. Next time you need a car battery, just pick it up. Visit AutoZone.com and select Same Day Store Pickup. Just one reason why AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. First Horizon. The official bank of your Memphis Tigers. And by Shelter Insurance, celebrating 75 years of great rates and personal service. Find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Memphis Tigers Sports Network.